All right, and welcome back. Person of interest, Natalie Jones. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It really does mean the freaking world to me. If you like what you've been hearing, like, subscribe, follow, do all those things, leave a review. If you have nice things to say, if not, you know, you do you. We're all here for it, you know. Um, I hope you like the past Alaska episodes. You know I've been on an Alaska thing. And thank you very much for being patient and going on that ride with me. Bernie was great. I don't move slow, but he's still dope. And Marty was such a great guy. Still is a great guy. His show on Discovery Plus, Homestead Rescue, is streaming now. They have new episodes. So check it out. He's a great guy. And now we're in May. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I love this because the stigma of mental health to me needs to be blown out of the water. Mental health is one of those human things that unites every single human being on the face of the earth. We all have a brain, we all have a mind, we all make decisions from that brain, and those decisions, hello, obviously, decide every movement and action that you do in your life. And what goes on behind making those decisions is huge. So that's why we're gonna unpack a lot of that this month. And to start it off, we're talking with my good friend, Kayla Hansman. Kayla is better known around the Cincy area as Cincy Fit Foodie. Now, you can find her at CincyFitFoodie.com and also Cincy Fit Foodie on Instagram. She is a registered dietitian. She is a licensed dietitian. She's also a licensed lactation specialist. She is a registered dietitian. She is a group fitness instructor. She has her bachelor's in nutrition and dietetics, and she has her master's in medical dietetics. So this chick knows freaking everything. She's certified in all of the things you could think health and fitness for the most part, you know? Maybe there are more, whatever, she'll get them one day. And she came here to talk to us today about the relationship between food and mental health and the importance of valuing both and listening to yourself and the correlation between the two. Meaning what you're putting in your body has a direct relation to how your mind responds to that, which is mental health. Did you know that your gut has 100 million neurons that directly go to your brain, releasing serotonin and dopamine. So whatever putting into your body will react to it and then send those messages to your brain. So the more health that you're putting into your body and soul is going to radiate through your brain and then through the beautiful soul of yours. And ah, I just love it so much. And mental health is something that I think we all need to talk about. This stigma, I just can't get over it. Like mental health is huge to me. I've traveled all over the world getting to my own. I've had a, it's been a struggle for me my whole life. I have been diagnosed everything. Let's see, ADD, ADHD, um, depression, hypomanic, bipolar, all of those things. Is that it? Maybe there are more. I'm not really sure, but I've been through it. So if you ever need anybody to talk to you about it, Y'all can call me. You know where I am. DM me, Natalie, at WKRQ.com. And you can also get at Kayla. We go into it. We uh, did this from the studio in my home. So if you hear sirens in the background or whatnot, that's just how it is. I live in the middle of the city. I hope you all enjoy. Again, like, subscribe. Please follow. And if you have any questions, reach out to me at NatalieWKRQ.com and Kayla at CincyFitFoodie. And also, this episode, if you are struggling or living with an eating disorder, this episode might be very triggering for you. And so I would say keep that in mind as you're going through it. And if you need any more help, anyone, you can go to nationaleatingdisorders.org. And also, if you're living with a mental disorder right now, it is all about you. Please go to NAMI, N-A-M-I dot org. That is National Alliance of Mental Illness. And you can find everything that you need. If not, then talk to Kayla and I. Here is our conversation about Kayla and the relationship between food and your mental health. Enjoy, babes. 
update. Okay, right? great. Here. Since he fit foodie, you know, the, I remember the first time I saw you at Moto Yoga. Yeah. At the, at the desk. <laughs> I and think I was I like, was like fanning myself. Like, I'm going to say hi to Natalie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was saying the same thing. I was like, there she is. Oh, my God. Hi. And I think we were, I, I was probably really nervous and awkward about it. And um, it was probably it was 6 a.m., I think. So it was early. Uh, was it? No. I have no idea. Oh, sometimes. I like to teach early and then I can't you do. think. You're a crazy lady. But I just remember that I saw you. And also I've been known, so this is a formal apology, <laughs> to uh, so just people. be a straight up bitch to people in gyms. <laughs> be like, I'm here. I'm probably pissed off or hungover. Check and me in. I don't want to see anybody. And I just want to get on the floor and get in my own brain and do some work, you know? And I was trying to have a conversation maybe. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, I'm in the bathroom now. Yeah. Okay. okay. I got seven minutes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, so... Apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We've come so far. No, but then we have... Uh, we've become friends. 2020 was really great was for... I honestly think for so many things, very tragic, and you know, in, in a lot of ways, but I have, um, you know, really joined the... Um, Community. Yeah, the wellness and workout community yeah. in Cincinnati, and it has like changed my life. It has been so wonderful, mm -hmm. and you are like deeply mm -hmm. involved in that. So it's been it's been cool. Well, likewise, we were just talking, and I told you how much I loved you and your mom's workout videos all through. I was like, they're so cool. And oh my god! There we go. Yeah, back to it. Uh, yeah. It was so, really. I mean, just I think you you just because you brought I think so many people that necessarily weren't like gym goers, right, or yeah. like boutique fitness people or you know, you just, you reached the masses in that. And it was cool to see people engaging from, you know, I don't know. We, I sometimes get this feeling that the fitness community is this little bubble, but I feel like yeah. you popped it and you got so many like, Oh my God, people. really? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. So cool. So I mean, cheers to you on that. Thank you. Was, I don't know. I enjoyed it a lot. Bring oh, that's back. awesome. I um, we could do some vids. I think we should, you yeah. know what? I've tried to bring them back and like, they're just not, they're well, not quarantine life anymore. Everyone like does life Zoom now. fatigue and yeah. everything is like, it's hard but and yeah. even like the last one that i did like in my in my gut and soul i was like this is i think this is it i'm not in it yeah in the same way anymore i feel that yeah, yeah. I'm like it's just it's all changed or whatnot you know yeah and how yeah. about you i definitely go through phases of being obsessed with something and like getting it till this very end and like the the moment i feel my cup is full you i'm like let it go on to the next yeah okay yeah. <laughs> yes so. i have a lot of add with things like that or you probably read jack Kerouac. Mm -hmm. maybe okay well his book on the road has so many quotes about that like you're just like kind yes. of like I mean that's phases of life you know you find something you you learn it you do it and it might not always have that same place in your life but I think it's great to go with the flow I've been um and that's really hard for me to do actually yeah. and like I feel like I've always been I remember like somebody saying to me once like god you still go through phases you're such a child and I was like what fuck off and then adversity adaptable you're adaptable one of my yeah. um one of my good friends in Telluride was like I think going through phases is because passionate people they, that's just how it works yeah. and you just got to work with it and I'm like why ah. just be one thing when you can right so many yeah which so. is um well, I don't know, which is like <laughs> why we're here because it's it's tiring that's why it yeah. is or yet pressure like my boss yeah. is always like what is your thing she's like maybe your thing is that you change it all the time i'm like that <laughs> sounds great because i can't just stick with one thing you know i think i'm with you on that yeah um okay so let's talk about this i asked you to come okay. on because you are extremely extremely well versed um educated and can i just tell you guys a little bit 
about Kayla. So I've like been friends with Kayla. And then all of a sudden I was like actually really like dove into who you are <laughs> and was like, wow, Kayla here has a BS, a bachelor, um, a bachelor's degree in nutrition and dietetics from St. Louis. Ooh. You got your master's yes. in medical dietetics and dietetic internship at Loyola. Uh-huh. You're a registered dietitian, licensed dietitian, certified lactation counselor, mm-hmm. CPR first aid, group fitness instructor <laughs> for bar, hit boot camp cycle. You are, um, Cincy Fit Foodie is a very strong and just awesome, thriving blog and Instagram account. And on top of that, you do like um, personalized fitness and nutrition counseling and you work at the, and now you're going back. Can we talk about this? Yeah, we can. And this now you're going back to interest exclusive. <laughs> this is crazy. And now you're going back to um, Cincinnati children's. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, super and hold on. So I read, so you did a lot of counseling in the oncology department. Yes. Yeah. So I think this is so fascinating as um, I just genuinely believe that, so much of the prevalent cancer in our society is from all of the pollutants in our food yes. and also in the air, but like a lot in our food, right. what we're feeding oh ourselves. Did you listen to the Joe Rogan on plastics? <laughs> That's not necessarily like cancer driven, but like, oh yeah, but food and the relationship of that with, um, you know, cancers and tumors and growth and everything is just, I mean, I mean it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so... My background is like an NPR and um, mm-hmm. documentary film. Okay. Yep. And I say this all the time on the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for being patient about it. <laughs> but um, but it was so intriguing. I learned so much yeah. about about pollution in the world. And that's why I'm like so... Environmentally. like So environ- I'm su- such an advocate yeah. for the environment. Yeah. And also the environment of what you're putting in your body, which me will freak out. I mean, we'll get into that later, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So tell me about like the oncology department and working there with dietetics. So that was interesting. I was actually, that was like, that was one of my first jobs out of my internship and master's program. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a unique role in that they did not have a di- full-time dietitian there previously. And so it was, Hey, there's this job, it's funded by a grant. So we can't promise it's going to be forever, but you know, you've dabbled in it. You've done like some coverage there. Like if you want it, no one else wants it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is Best great. Like I was always kind of they're a, very lucky. Yeah, go getter. You know, you know, I have a pool of dietitians that I can tap back into if I need resources, mm-hmm. advice, help, etc. Um, and I was also like, they're not going to just bring this dietitian into an oncology clinic and then say, oh, we don't need them anymore. Like, yeah. And so it's it was very very eye opening to me for I mean several reasons, but it's almost the exact opposite of what we think for nutrition for most individuals. Oftentimes you hear, oh, dietitian, they're there for weight loss or, you Mm -hmm. know, eating management or whatever. It's the complete opposite end of the coin. If you're looking at people that are losing five pounds a a week because they can't get enough nutrition, whether it's absorption issues or straight up like head, head, neck and mouth cancer, and they can't get nutrition in. So it's vastly eye opening from like what we, what, I don't know, what maybe a lot of individuals think about when they, you know, hear the term dietitian. So it's, you know, it's, it's really like, how can we make the best bang for our buck? And also, you know, when we're working with, you know, maybe breast cancer, you mm-hmm. know, indi- women and individuals that maybe on the younger side. And so they're also thinking like, yes, I need to maintain my best state of health to get out of this treatment, but also 
I'm still young and I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep myself healthy for the long run and not see yeah. reoccurrence or spread or things like that. So then it's education on, you know, preventative measures. And like you said, all of the things in our food system that, you know, can add, you know, lead to recurrence or just the development. But then there's also the crazy thing would be I would have individuals that were diagnosed any number of different cancers that had followed, you know, a vegan health, a very healthy vegan lifestyle their whole lives yeah, and were super active. And so, you know, it is food, but it's also obviously so much more than that. Yeah. You know, etiologies like that aren't necessarily like super apparent, but I mean, I mean, I, th- I think it's, um, there's a lot to it, uh-huh. number one. Yeah. And I definitely know people who have had cancer and then after treatment, they went super, um, just supernatural mm-hmm. and super organic as much as possible, homegrown, yeah. and yeah. dramatically their life changed, cancer went away. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then it's also like in the lotions that you're rubbing in your body and all the other environmental factors that you don't think, think about, about or the makeup that you put in, in your eye every day yeah. <laughs> or the toothpaste that you put in, in your, your mouth. In your mouth, yeah. Yeah, or the thing you microwave <clears throat> your chicken on like, yeah it's, it's crazy yeah right and so much of it you know a lot of it obviously we can control but there's so much that is out of our hands and it's it's kind of surprising that you know <laughs> there's knowledge and there's research on some of these different pollutants and you know hormone disruptors and they're still out there and don't even get started that's being, a whole that's a whole other thing yeah it's a yeah, whole yeah, other yeah. thing that's Round a whole <laughs> other thing but yeah, so <clears throat> that was that was a great launch board for, you know, my kind of, I mean, my career, yes, but also just, I mean, the relationships that I made in that clinic with yeah. the patients, the doctors, the, you know, it was kind of funny that actually the social worker that I worked super closely with, her name was also Kayla. Great. She was a whole foot taller than me, but our <laughs> birthdays were like a day apart from each other. I don't know. It was a great dynamic. It was a wonderful, you know, facility to be working in. And, you know, it, it was just, it created a an autonomy in myself that I knew that like down the road in my career, like, you know, I have the skills, have the knowledge to, to be able to, you know, impart, you know, whatever it is, whatever, whatever kind of nutritional challenge, if you will, or education on the group that I'm working with that, you know, it's the world's your oyster in that kind of case. So that was, that was nice. And then I, I think I woke up one day in Chicago and I was like, I need to move home. Mm. Cause I never thought I was going to come back. And then, I don't know. I think I just like I missed certain parts of being in Cincinnati and I don't know. I just I needed it's something. home. I it's feel like home. there's I, I feel like there's a part there's like um, Cincinnati does it to like all of us. Yeah. You wake up one day wherever it is that you're living and you're like, I have to go there now. Mm-hmm. And then you just go back and, and then I'm back. I'll probably move back to the West side. You and I are both West siders. Yes. I will probably move back to will the West you? side in the first house that I buy. Who knows if Maybe. I can get. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean. I say that, and then I start like, "Oh, Westwood's nice. Ooh, like yeah. if I was up on the Price Hill Hill, like, <laughs> ooh. So we'll see. Yeah, no, same thing. Just be a little bit closer to Snowbug and Putz's and Yeah, yep. All the best eating ice cream and <laughs> shaved ice. I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah. yeah, so, which is why you're here, to yes. talk about nutrition and food, food and all that. And exercise and, and all the things. And, and I've always wanted to have you on, you know, mm-hmm. and now I think it's great. We have this excuse, it's mental health month yes. and how closely related nutrition, food and eating habits are to mental health and vice versa and yeah. how much, how much your brain, 
your brain waves affect what you're putting in your body and then how much you're putting in body, like the, the give and take. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, it, it goes without saying. So when we think about food, just like very simplistically, like and why we choose to eat, we've got, I don't know. I kind of say two buckets. Typically we have appetite and then we have physiological hunger mm-hmm. and being in a world where food is pretty prevalent, pervasive. We never really necessarily have to like worry about physiological hunger. Like there's always going to be something to fill that bucket. But the appetite bucket is like eight different offshoot arrows. You know, it's emotional. It's, uh, you know, holidays. It's the time on the clock. Like Mm -hmm. so many, you know, obviously appetite things taste good. We want to eat those things. Our past history, like there's just a lot of offshoots in that appetite bucket. That's like like the choice that we... What I was I say is like um, things like in my office. Yeah. Like and that, yeah. that honestly things that are messes around. up my diet so much. I'll get hungry and be like, and then if I only have five minutes, and I got to go in here and I'm having yeah. a bad day yeah. and I'm not being funny. I'm like, F this. I'm going to eat 16 bite sized Snickers bars, but yes. I will never actually eat an entire Snickers bar because it will give me too much of an anxiety attack. But you're goddamn right. I'm going to eat 27 fucking pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, <sighs> the me- yeah. No. Anyway. That too. Appetite bucket. And yeah. just like a lot of the, you know, the things, I don't know, just the, the many offshoots in the decision tree of like, okay, what am I going to grab right now is not necessarily that physiological hunger. And yeah. so it really is that other bucket that I feel like, you know, especially as women, like we were talking just before, there are so many things that kind of play into that. And it's, it's. I don't want to say it's all mental, but there's so much up here in between yeah. the years that, um, you know, unpacking that for, you know, for even just each one of us. I know we were both just saying before, like, there's been like this history, there's been this timeline of like, you know, trips, you know, instances, yeah. times in our life that have been like, I felt good about food this time. I didn't that time. And Well, I think, you know, what's crazy is I heard a statistic a long time ago when mm-hmm. I was a little, little girl and it was... I remember clearest day, my mom was folding laundry yeah. and I was at home because I was maybe in kindergarten and there was a statistic either on like the Geraldo show, um, showing my age or Oprah, <laughs> but I think, I think it was Oprah, but, but it was like, they asked a hundred thousand women whether they would want to lose 10 pounds or be given $10,000 and more women said lose 10 pounds than be given $10,000. And that was 25, more than, that's probably 30 years ago. And so I think that this is something that we've all um, been born and raised with. And obviously mm-hmm. it's something that has been, been oversaturated. And also people have been talking about this forever. Right. That like eating disorders are incredibly prevalent. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something I've been dealing with my whole life and yeah. only recently started talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I started running before school when I was in the fourth grade. And wow. Like dis and just like trying to not eat as much as possible, just like forever. Yeah, yeah, it's always yeah, been yeah. a thing. Less and is like, more with food has just been like, you know, calories are bad. This is bad. Yes, too much of that. No. Ooh. And like, then there was like everything had to be fat free in the nineties, and then now it's all different. So um, yeah, yeah. No, that but that statistic, highly unsurprising, especially you know, oh, I shouldn't. It not there's no excuses on why it's not surprising, but there's mm-hmm. a book I referenced earlier to you and I think it it talk it's called beauty sick and it talks about current day individuals like us you and I our peers we grew up where we saw you know Barbie was like our thing Barbie dolls we all play with Barbie dolls and subconsciously we all wanted to look like Barbie maybe Mm -hmm. probably but then also 
there was this, you know, now as we, you know, in our teens and the 20s, 30s, whatever age we are now, we still have that maybe sub- subconscious, like, I want to look like Barbie, but now we're being told you shouldn't look like Barbie. And so there's almost this, like, I still have this deep, deeply rooted subconscious yeah. feeling like Barbie. But then it's also like in the media, there's all these other things like you shouldn't look like Barbie. You don't need to feel like that. And yeah. we know that, but there's just this, there's still this constant tug. And it talks about the beauty, sick, like toxicity of what is out there in the media and what we're being told. But now we are, we're, I feel like we are kind of finally getting into this phase of our world of like, you know, beauty is not one size and all of these different things, but mm-hmm. I still think that we have a long way to go and like taking the steps for us to actually like subconsciously believe that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Well, and, and then, well, and then also how do you feel about, um, I feel like there's obviously to be body inclusive. Mm-hmm. I don't care what size you are, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. also I feel like there's a level of health yes. that is, yes. being, and so that's, that is being ignored. Yes. Yeah. And there's, so, you know, there are, medical reasons an individual needs you know potentially is at an unhealthy you know weight for risk of heart disease stroke Mm -hmm. blood pressure i mean like countless things right um but i do think acknowledgement of like the first step like yes maybe the weight that we don't need to what is the quote it's like the weight you need to lose isn't on your body yeah like i think the meant getting your your mind right about things is definitely hopefully usually the first step in mm-hmm. like a, you know, something I say a lot. So kind of like graduating off of that is you take you with you. You talk to anybody that's lost, you know, hundreds of pounds, 50 pounds, like whatever. If they didn't get their mindset right, you're always like, oh, but what's five more? You yeah. always want more. So the outcome can always change. But like the feeling, the sense of like, I feel confident. I feel happy. I feel good about the foods I'm putting in my body. Mm-hmm. That feeling, you want to take that with you along the course of the way. So it's like, keep focusing on that feeling. The outcome will come. You're doing the right things. You've got, you know, your medical team involved, all the other things, whatever it is. But like, you take you with you. Your mind isn't, all of a sudden you get to that weight and you're like, oh, what's five more? Like, you're just, it's that pervasive, like always chasing that carrot in the air and do you think that that is um, like that mentality right there when you because you do one on one nutrition coaching? Mm-hmm. What what is, what are some of the common denominators that people come to you with? Um, is it like as opposed to like weight loss or want to get healthy? Or? It's never I want to. Well, I shouldn't say that, but it's it's typically weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, being in the fitness world, I think a lot of it's too is I'm spending a lot of time working out and you know putting a lot of hours in at the gym, I want to see those results. Yeah. So it's, it's, I do a lot of, I do some work with certain doctor's offices. So there is, you know, there is some medical necessity involved in some individuals that I'm working with, but nine times out of 10, I would say it's, you know, and there's nothing wrong with this. It's, it's definitely probably more on the aesthetic lean or, you know, yeah, more weight loss driven. But like people still want to be skinny. Mm-hmm. People still want to be skinny. Yeah. I feel like I do too. Mm-hmm. That is something that I think about all day, every day. Isn't that nuts? Yes. I mean, I, 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 I told you earlier, I being involved, being in the profession and having studied it and worked with it for, I don't know, 10, 10 or more years now, it's, 
I still have very disordered eating thoughts and thoughts about you know body it's so image. crazy. Like- so before, <laughs> right before we turned the mics on, Kelly and I were talking about this, and I was like, okay, so I just started talking about it how I've been um, having disordered eating my whole life and everything, and you said you had too, mm-hmm. and I think that so many people now in the fitness community yeah. do as well, and I think maybe they always have, yeah. but now people just talk about it, and the community is closer. I think yeah. because of Instagram and social. Yeah. Back in the day, you just see Jane Fonda, <laughs> and like you're never gonna see Jane Fonda or talk to her or like any idea what's going on in her no, personal life you no, know no. that bitch never ate are you kidding me <laughs> are you kidding me i'm sure she maxed out at 103 right you know yeah yeah no i wouldn't be a neon like that <laughs> just joking there it there it is oh <laughs> <Yeah>. my god <laughs> but that's how it goes so i yeah. think i would really like to unpack um talking about disordered eating and y'all know it's mental health month and i'm gonna be talking about this a lot because oh, it's like man. something that's close to me but also really close to a lot of people, men mm-hmm. and women. Yeah. And yeah. what did you say? 90% of women and 75% of men? Yeah, I think I slightly exa- exaggerated those. Okay. Quotes, but, but mm. okay, don't yeah. hold us to that yeah. percentage, but we all know, <laughs> we all know that we all know that it's a lot, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Within having disordered eating thoughts, feelings, and then acting off of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, t- to clarify, disordered eating isn't necessarily like the medical diagnosis of you have an eating disorder, mm-hmm. but, you know, thoughts towards eating of like, I shouldn't have this, or if I have this, it'll be less, or, you know, any yes. number of different things yeah, yeah, about yeah. In, that, in that category. But yeah, it is, I mean, and it's definitely more pervasive in men than we realize. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. I would say now, um, talking to grow I mean now I mean I'm mid-30s and single and so I'm like friends now with my other male friends that are just friends that are single as well Mm -hmm. and like I don't know like I feel more pressure now that I'm older to like be in better shape because I'm like I'm getting old (laughs) the competition man there's some competition and I've never ever given a fuck about that like as much as I've like but my whole thing was always like within I think any um if you really struggled it's all within yourself you're not Mm -hmm. worried about it really is so within yourself and you don't care what anybody else looks like. You're like, this is yeah. just so yeah. like you're beautiful no matter what, no matter who you are. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But like, anyway, so now I feel like talking about that. So many, so many men are thinking the same thing. I'm like, I'm single man. Fuck, I got to get in shape now. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to say this earlier when you talked about the women on Oprah that would rather lose 10 pounds than have a th- $10,000 is, you know, our weight really is the least important thing about us, right? Like when I walked in to see you today, it wasn't like, you know, he didn't greet me with any sort of, it was like, how are you doing today? It wasn't, you know, like, like you said, we are only caring that about ourselves. And if that, it, it, so, you know, to kind of unpack, like, you know, when people come to me with those sorts of things or any number of different things, whether it's, weight loss, whether it's medical, whether it's, I want to feel healthy or I want to have, like I, there's habits that I want to work on becoming healthier or work on with my kids. I, number one, like it's the very unsexy answer, but it's going to take time mm-hmm. a lot, probably more time than we want to digest and yeah. accept. You know, we spent years and years and years developing these habits or these thoughts or these routines. And then we think, oh, it's going to take two days to get over it and I'm going to be perfect at it. Yep. And it's like, no. Or like, I'm going to start tomorrow. Yeah. There have been, I can't even tell you, maybe, I mean, thousands of days, maybe every day of my life. I go to bed and, and I'm like, tomorrow I only drink smoothies <laughs> for 21 days. 
for four days, for six days. Never once have I ever accomplished that. I tried to do the master cleanse once, but really that just meant is that I chained smoked cigarettes and <laughs> face fucked Diet Coke the whole time. But I was also still like, doing what you're supposed to do in the master glands. Right. And I lost a lot of weight. My skin was radiant, but it was so unhealthy. Like it was, it was just bad. And then I ended up gaining like so much weight more back. And it was this whole mental struggle of like, then like staying inside for a week. I mean, it was just, it sucked. It was the whole thing was, was really miserable. What's that thing called? Seesaw. Yeah. Like tug of war. Yeah. Yeah. No, no bueno. So it's, you know, I think time is like one of the biggest things that we just like, okay, well I have to get there right now. And so, mm-hmm. no. So really, you know, whether you're, you know, in a space of wanting to get your mind right or, you know, any number of things that you're unpacking and you're working through on this is like the smallest change you can make and build upon that. Like, I mean, we say it all the time, but like do one thing. That's not just going to be one thing. That's going to spiral you into making other health habits that might be healthier or better for us or, you know mentally more stimulating so whether it's just like natalie you every day when you wake up for the next 30 days just focus on drinking two glasses of water before you do anything else okay and then from there you know you've got that it's like as rhythmic as brushing your teeth in the morning from Mm -hmm. there you're like okay well you know i don't know maybe you then start journaling in that two glass of water you Mm -hmm. know chug back and then that journaling you start unpacking the thought that you know i really feel best about myself when I do like I really do enjoy smoothies okay maybe tomorrow I'm gonna have one smoothie and then from there you're like oh wow I feel really good about this I'm gonna go for a walk and did you you did the 5k a day once didn't you no Mm -mm. you were doing a mile yeah okay yeah and you're like oh I really liked how I felt when I accomplished that first thing in the morning I'm gonna do that after my smoothie and then like the habit pairing of those different things focusing again on the feeling of I felt more productive at work or, you know, I saw that cute mailman, I don't know, on the corner when I did that, like, I don't know, you're focusing on the feeling, like the human interactions, the, you know, the, the feelings and not the outcome of like, oh, if I do this, I will have lost a half a pound by tomorrow. Like, you know, it's just, it's the feeling that you want to feel and the outcome, you know, they can be there and they can be looming and you can embrace those things, but don't make those your end point. Can you give any advice, um, sound, sound off on that a little bit more of someone who is struggling and like trying, when is that change going to happen? You just got to stay persistent. You know, like when are we going to stop thinking about the number? When is somebody? Yeah. So I would say, you know, you best or, you know, mm-hmm. you collectively, you, and you know, for some people, you know, you're like, I'm never going to feel better about this if I have this scale in my house or if I have this pair of jeans here. Like, get get them out of your world. Like, yeah. don't ever let it be something that you tap back into. Or if you're like, hey, listen, I know that, uh, you know, I can have this non-obsessive relationship with X, Y, or Z or, you know, whatever it is, then mm-hmm. maybe it is okay to keep it around and do it less frequently, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, you are the expert in your own life and, like, we hate to admit that we know ourselves so well sometimes but you know unpacking that and being like realistic of like I know that if I keep this thing in my house I'm just going to keep going back to it or keep doing it and yeah it might just be best to go cold turkey or whatever it is and you know find some way to hold yourself accountable to that like 
you know, it's better out than in, Mm -hmm. right? These thoughts, these feelings, keep talking about it. Get someone who, you know, knows you best or maybe doesn't know you at all. You know, it could be an unknown community that like (laughs) of people, you know, having these same thoughts or feelings and you just like have to get it out there. Yeah. You know what? You know, I think, um, joining, like being a part of the fitness community has changed my life so much just because I went on Chrissy Grody's podcast shout mm-hmm. out to what the fit that you're also highly involved in it's amazing yeah. but number. i think that was the first time that i said like out loud we, i talked about disordered eating and then i was like wow dude i just did it and then i published it and i don't know how many people listen i don't check numbers on anything yeah. and i'm like wow it's really not a big deal and then you just keep going and i felt such a relief of air uh-huh. so if anyone is listening girl boy whoever you are yeah. you ain't alone no. you know what i can't even keep bread in my house anymore <laughs> I can't even get bread oh, in my I'm house. All right, so I think we should transition transition into this a little bit. Like I will go to the grocery store. You mentioned earlier about you know a lot of nutrition is feeling happy and feeling great about what you're putting in your body. Yeah, I will get so uptight. I have I know so much about nutrition mm-hmm. um, through my own seeking it out. Yeah, it's an unhealthy. So many good things, but also like have a negative relationship with it. Right. Yeah. Well, certain things that you feel like you can't control you want to learn so much about right to feel like you've got that control with the knowledge so that's 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 very common that's it makes sense and right right? and like then you get OCD about it and I will like what I used to do a lot and I still do a little bit but like especially in times when I've lived alone in cities where I didn't know anyone is when this would like peak up so bad Mm -hmm. I would just obsessively look up on just google things that I would eat just to see like how healthy they are and be like (laughs) I'm so healthy but the thing about it was I obsessively for instance in LA obsessively exercised Mm -hmm. and ate so healthy and so little that I gained weight and I was so constipated and I was just swelling and I was like what is going on and it's like girl you got to get your mind right yeah and I never really really thought about it and like I mean until recently and yoga really stopped as well but like I I don't know and so now sometimes I will go to the grocery store just and what I used to do is go to the grocery store and if I didn't like believe in any of the products there or I knew so much mm-hmm. about the packaging issues that I would like kind of have an anxiety attack yeah and right. then yeah. just like buy organic wine. wine and organic cigarettes and just fucking drink and smoke so I was like I don't feel comfortable eating any of this yeah, and then yeah. the food was so expensive mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't know how to cook anything this is just uh and then you just create habits and lifestyles and yeah. then I just be like this is just who I am it's fine <laughs> it's fine and then you guys if you are going through anything like this it's not fine it's not sustainable yeah. it also is incredibly cagey and yeah, it's really lonely and isolating and like and then you think there's just so much to it right you know yeah yeah so food and nutrition and fitness and yeah. whatnot you know yeah I recently I've been saying since COVID, doing all the workout videos, like I was going to become a fitness instructor. I started the process and everything, and it was so triggering. I have to stop. Yeah, yeah. For right. so many reasons. Right. <laughs> and I a goal is to be there one day, but yeah. like right now it's like, like I can't, it, I can't do it. Thing up there in between the ears, right? Yeah. And then from there. Yeah. So, you know, it it's funny, though, because before I declared my major, I was like, I'm doing nutrition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no idea like anything about anything nutrition wise. I remember mm-hmm. taking one health class in high school and, you know, God bless Macaulay, but I didn't learn anything. I like 
you know, we had these 25 cent cookies. If anyone's listening, you know exactly what cookies I'm talking about. <laughs> they were not all the way cooked through. The icing ones were deli- like you could get four for a dollar and you just like, you know, I, anyways, yeah. just which is a whole nother thing like of restrictance versus like my parents. It w- there was never like you can't have that or you shouldn't have that or we don't keep that in this house. So I never felt like that mentality of like, oh, I, this is off limits. I need to like, you mm-hmm. know, have all like. You know, I was very blessed in that it was like, you know, there there wasn't that environment of like, ooh, don't eat that. So that was one hand very liberating. Unlike yeah. I, you know, as a child and, you know, I was a dancer, which is a whole other thing that, you know, unpacks a lot of body image. Yeah. But I didn't, until I went to college and I was on my own and I was cooking and I was doing things, you know, I was pretty picky. I mm-hmm. would eat. Bagels and cream cheese, Cheez-Its, cereal. <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I didn't I know how you. to cook. And Same. I thought Cheez-Its were healthy. I would eat yeah. Cheez-Its and cream cheese, fat-free cream cheese together, yes. which is just laden with chemicals. I would take the package, open up that foil, cut off a little thing with my Cheez-It or pretzel. Yeah. Scoop it. Oh, my God. Cut and scoop. Cut and scoop. That was it. Yeah. I thought it was so healthy. Yeah. I didn't. So well, healthy. Yeah. And it so... When I started studying it, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, OK, wow. Like all, all these light bulbs start going off. Mm-hmm. And so not that it was immediately like, oh, what I'm doing is bad. It's just, oh, this other way is better. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, started changing different habits. We had some food labs where I was cooking all sorts of different foods. And cool. so I was like, oh, I've never had lamb before, but I don't think I like it. And so so much of it with like likes dislikes is also mental yeah and so I I think that that whole like experience with being in the food lab cooking different foods got me like so so like adamant that like cooking and kids trying new things has to start young yeah like the environment that you grow up in the things that you kind of are presented with and the way that you're presented them is like so crucial um and so I actually started when I was in St. Louis working for an organization called Cooking Matters. Mm-hmm. It's a national program of Share Our Strength, and they basically were teaching kids to cook. We're doing nutrition lessons, hands-on cooking and nutrition. And so, like, that environment, I was just like, this is magic. This is where it is because we're teaching them where the fruits and vegetables come from, how to pair them, how to cook, how to just even identify certain things mm-hmm. and trying them because exposures, honestly, are kind of what matter. Yeah. You know, so often we're like, oh, I don't like that. And it's like, well, why don't you like that? I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah. You have to try it or try it a different way. And so, you know, I think that creating this, um, this environment where, you know, the exploration and trying different foods is like an adventure almost, or like something to like have fun with and be curious about is where I would love to see the world go. And like, you know, presenting it in this positive light and not like shaming food maybe in the same way that it's been yeah um so anyways big tangent there I was super picky until I started like immersing myself in all of that Mm -hmm. but then I think I got into this this grad school world of you know I am the quote-unquote expert in food or like I have all this knowledge like I have to be living it and I have to you know be this picture of health otherwise no one will trust me like yeah no one will believe what I'm saying or you know but it's it's not just knowing this is the the right choice I should do it right we've talked about the whole like mental unpacking all the layers it's yeah it's an onion up there with like the decision tree and so I kind of got obsessed with like 
oh my gosh, I have to eat a vegetable at every meal. I have to, you know, blah, 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 eat mm-hmm. this much protein. And, you know, I, I tried, I went vegan for a little while because I was like, oh, if I'm ever going to counsel individuals on how to be vegan, I need to know what that feels like. Yeah. But was that also just like a mask for, you know, this is going to be less calories than yeah. eating chicken and steak and pork? Yeah. Maybe, probably. I mean, I was a vegan for a while as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I noticed during that month, I was more tired, didn't have the energy for my workouts. And I, I was planning, I was trying to be super like well thought out and planning and like buying a lot of tempeh, using protein powders, but I was still noticing like my hair, my skin, my nails, everything was thinning and I just didn't wow. have the same kind of In energy. In just a month? Yeah. And so, you know, it was eye opening from several perspectives of like, wow, you know, so much of what we put in has that like, you know, already immediate effect on Is the word visceral like yeah, a vis- visceral has a yes, visceral effect yes. for sure and it will change the way yeah. i feel like it'll change i mean it, and it changes your mind and the mm-hmm. way that your brain works because there is i mean this is science like the levels of serotonin that are released serotonin and dopamine that are that are released from your gut so they call your gut and your belly the second, second brain yes it's the yeah, second brain yep. there are over a hundred million receptors throughout your gut lining yes. that I, immediately send um Um, receptors to To your your brain brain. and they are so closely related yeah so funny that you say all that I love that you know you're like so I uh, do some corporate nutrition lectures and one of them is on gut health and I think I presented it to one company I was like oh yeah there's this gut health talk and they're like what's that what's I think we should I think we should call it something different I was like what do you want to call it? I was like, your small large intestine talk. <laughs> your descending colon talk. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, I guess, okay, we can like add some bylines there, but like, that's, I mean, that's what it is. It's not your, well, it is your stomach, but like all the, all the rest of it is so much more than that. And it, one, when one part of it, I talk about that we're actually made up of more bacteria than we are human cells mm-hmm. because Whoa. of our gut. Yes. You know, it's also important to, to mention here is that, the pills that you're putting in your body as well, no matter what prescription you are taking for whatever it is, mm-hmm. just know with no shade attached to this, yes. that that totally, that that messes up your gut biome hugely. hugely. Yeah. So aside personal story, when I was growing up, I had chronic ear infections, like ear infections all the time. Yes. Really? I had seven sets of tubes put in my ears. <gasps> so I was always on amoxicillin, augmentin, all the mm-hmm. medicine, all the time. And, uh, you know, was always getting sick after that, always like this or that, one thing or the other. Like, I just could not stay healthy. Well, yeah. what do we think it was? Well, fast forward to college, and I had, had never gotten my tonsils out, and I kept getting sick in college, like all the time, strep throat this, that, and then it wouldn't be strep, and then blah, 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 whatever. I finally go back to my ENT at Children's, and they're like, oh, we need to take your tonsils out. Like, oh, why don't we ever think about this? And so then something also spurred in my mom, and she was like, I want you to go on a probiotic. And this was the first time that I had even heard about it. We hadn't learned anything about yeah. it in school, but she worked for P&G and she had kind of like seen one of the, the products that they were putting out on Spamark. And she's like, I'm going to get this for you. You're going to try it. Started taking that. I, granted, I also got my tonsils out, but I did not get sick anymore. Wow. Like the, that probiotic <laughs> saved, like saved my life, but it, 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 did. it did. My gut yeah. was like totally wrecked. Like so much probiotic. I mean, I, I was also in college. I was probably like drinking and doing things, you mm-hmm. know, all sorts of things, stress, right? Like it's, 
it is your second mind and that the same things that affect our mental health affect how we digest. Yes, 100%. 100%. But it's, it's important to note it's also with probiotics. I mean, it's, it's um, what, what would we say? We'd be privy to like not mention this, but like you can't eat like shit and then just take a probiotic <laughs> yeah, and think that it's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. like that's not how it works either. Right, right. Same thing with multivitamins. They are, I call an insurance policy. They're mm-hmm. like your backup, like checks in place, you know, all the things, but they're not going to obviously erase, you know, eating other things. But, um, and that said too, I, you know, I'm not making a recommendation for the masses, but I do really encourage people getting them from food first. If you yes. can, Yeah. if anyone's ever wondering why I'm talking about sauerkraut so much on Instagram, it's because it's of the, it's, it's the bacteria. Yeah. And so what kind of sauerkraut? So I am particularly loyal to a certain brand, Cleveland Kraut or okay. Cleveland, Cleveland Kitchen now. And so I started eating them a little while ago and then I actually started working with them because they were like, who's this girl in Cincinnati that keeps <laughs> talking about our sauerkraut? And I would bring them with me to like on-site presentations and have people try them because again, you know, breaking down the barrier of like, oh, I don't like that. That's sauerkraut. But their kraut does taste the best in my humble opinion. I, now I don't really fear too much, but mm-hmm. They, you want to look for something that's a raw fermented product and they specifically put theirs in pouches now so that the bag can breathe because in a jar, it's like a sealed closed container. You can kill off some bacteria, but in these pouches they can breathe. So it needs to breathe. It, um, it doesn't, I don't know if it needs to breathe, but it helps keep the CO2 like they can kind of like get rid of it in that way. Um, but yes, yeah, so sauerkraut, I mean, tempeh, anything fermented, um, certain yogurts, kefirs, even certain cottage cheeses. I saw uh, Baby Bell cheese now has probiotics. Ooh. So I don't know. I'm getting a little weary of some of the like, you know, the the wheat crackers that have probiotics in them I now. Mean, or like the shelf stable products that have probiotics. I'm, I don't, I don't lean into that. Probiotics are living yeah. organisms. Yeah. Is so organism right word to use? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're living things. So I am weary of anything that's shelf stable, but I can, you know, someone please educate me if that works. <laughs> well, and also just like everything in America, like we're going to ruin it. We're going to make it a mass production, yeah. you know? So that's the whole thing with, this is why I feel like nutrition is so confusing mm-hmm. and so difficult for people now because um, so much of it is a money-making scheme. It's yeah. a multi-billion dollar yeah. industry. It's yeah. recession-proof. Yeah. I mean, if you just keep making people think they need to be better all the time, they're going to try. Yeah. But then a lot of this stuff is boiled down in the products or shit. I'm not kidding. Shit. Yes. And they are bad for you. Yeah. And uh, so many multivitamins that are on sale, there's some off-brand that it's like, don't put that garbage in your body. No, no, you know? No, and like no. so much like the probiotics now that yeah. it's just a money-making scheme yeah. for so much. Yeah. The gummies. And don't get me wrong. I love a gummy, but... You know, that probably shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to get a probiotic. Like, I should get this gummy. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I, I still have some gummies at home. <laughs> no way. But, well, probably. You know what's yeah. crazy is I, um, when I was in L.A. and I yeah. was, um, I was just so constipated. I've struggled with constipation my entire life. It yeah. has been a thing for me known within my family that, uh-huh. like, I made my brother puke once because my fart smelled so bad when I was on some <laughs> Lizness. I was prescribed Lizness when it was in, in its trial period. Uh-huh. 15, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, no, 10 years ago, right? Anyway, and like it just made me, my, made my insides so messed up and like so crazy that literally my big manly gross brother vomited, after. vomited 
And like, and it was like, I didn't know. I've just always struggled with it. Anyway, finally in LA, uh-huh. I go, I'm a vegan. I'm not pooping. I'm gaining weight. And I'm like, I'm exercising so much. I'm eating 500 calories a day and I'm not pooping or whatever. So then I started getting on probiotics and uh, that really did help. Did I it? felt, okay. I just felt better Yeah, all the time. Here we go. Two testaments to probiotics changing yeah. lives, but also a lot of other factors. <laughs> no, definitely. And I, but I also, um, and, and, and then I ended up stopping because I um, started just changing my diet. Yeah. You yeah. know? So back to something like all of that involved and then back to what you said of like there's like just so much out there with whatever. We do sometimes overcomplicate a simple thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Michael Pollan said it best. Eat. <laughs> now I won't even be able to quote him. What is it? Eat food, mostly plants, you know. Yeah. Natural things. If it comes, I say all the time, like if it comes from the earth, the sea, the sky, and you're looking at ingredients that have like one ingredient, i.e. they are themselves and they mm-hmm. don't have like parentheses with eight different things in them, that is best. But that can still get really confusing when you go to the store and you're at Kroger and you're like, oh my God, all of the things are here. Yeah. Um, but again, kind of with like the start really, really, really small, like take one meal and think, okay, like what is a like really wholesome thing? What do I enjoy eating? Yeah. We said that earlier too. We're like, I just started eating things that I like eating. Similar yeah. to workout routines, whatever you like, whatever you're going to lean into and do, like go for that. Like just I, because someone told you you have to drink smoothies doesn't, you don't have to, right? you know? Like, I mean, personally, my smoothie is my favorite part of the day. Yeah. And I can tell I'm a different person when I go into work. I think this job has been really great for me in that I want to be my best every day because I want to show up mm-hmm. and like be my best on air. Yeah. It's like a responsibility that I yeah. take seriously. Yeah. And so oh. much of that now is like, is a part of my nutrition. If I eat like shit, don't get any sleep and I'm hungover, like, it is it rough. simplifying the process a little mm-hmm. bit and like, okay, take it like, okay, what are, I'm Kayla. What are things I like eating? All right. Well, and then going into like very simply like, okay, there are, you know, three, there's three different macronutrients. If I can just get like a little dose of each of those at my meals, like I'm good, I'm covered. Treating it in an almost an objective sense has kind of helped me personally, like mm-hmm. unearth some of the like oh, this has too many calories or that's, oh, well, that's in that. It's objective. Like I do this like simple thing all what the time. What do you mean? So, okay. So let's say there are like, I'm trying to think how I do. Okay. So let's say there's 20 hours in the day. Okay. Simple, simple math. And, you know, on the back of the nutrition facts label, it says, okay, 2000 calories is whatever the standard person, whatever. Well, if you were to, you know, divide that up into 20 hours, you are, you know, using that 2000 calories just at rest throughout the course of your day. How many calories? That would be about a hundred calories every hour that Mm. you're just burning, just living. And so sometimes people are like, Oh, that meal has this or that. And it's like, well, you've been awake eight hours, right? Like you've got, you, if if you want to burn energy and you want to feel healthy and move and do all the things, you've got to get some energy in the tank. So I've, I started like in my own life, I just, I don't say calorie. I try not to say calories. Cause again, there's this word I say energy mm-hmm. and treating that in an objective sense of like, I want to move. I want to do all these things. Like I need energy for that. And like the buckets of macronutrients that provide that are going to provide it in various ways. And so almost like, I don't know, objectifying it. And like, it's not fats, not bad. Carbohydrates aren't bad, you know, pro- but like, what are these things bringing to the table for me? And mm-hmm. like, kind of like, inertly justifying like why this whole well-rounded picture is like there i've noticed you haven't said like what i mean 
what tastes good. You haven't said that oh, directly, yeah. but it's like, but what you like. Yeah, you but know? what you like. So food does, when you're trying to be healthier, food doesn't have to be a torture and it doesn't no. have to be gross no. just because you're like, it's the healthier option. I'm right. going to do it. Even yeah. if you don't, if it's not serving you mm-hmm. and break it all down. You're not going to keep doing it. So what are some like healthy hints to that even I really, really need help with this. Like yeah. what are some healthy hints of like stuff people can carry with them all day? Yeah. And yeah. like how you want to like start being just, let's just start at the base of it. Start at the base of it. So, um, I, this is what I wrote down before. It doesn't have, it does not have to be fancy filling, okay. not fancy. So like, you know, uh, filling, not fancy, filling, not fancy. Right, Cause not like down. oftentimes, you know, I, I, let's hate on Instagram again. There's like all these like glamorous things that people are like eating and, Blah, blah, blah. Oh all, my gosh. You know, it just at the end of the day, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, I want, you know, this really good probiotic yogurt that has a touch of sweetness, great. That's not going to break the bank. Have that over some whole grain toast. Sprinkle it with, no, no I'm getting fancy. <laughs> if you just want toast and yogurt in the morning, great. You're getting okay. carbohydrates, fats, and protein. Great. Okay. So that that's a good rule of thumb. So yes. a macronutrient is yeah. carbohydrates. Fat and protein. Fat and protein. Yeah. Okay. I tried to like be really cautious one time and like count the the macros. I don't, I just get frustrated. I have like, you know, I think most of us are super busy. Yeah. And I never prioritize nutrition as I should, even though I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. My own issue is working through it. But like macros don't have to be confusing. No. And, and as I'm saying this, like, you know, I don't know what I had for breakfast, but you don't always have to get every single one of them in every meal. But like, that's kind of like, yeah, you know, when, when people are like, oh, I'm going out to eat, like, what should I think about? I'm like, well, think about your, you know, your plate and, you know, try to just get a little bit of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so easy. Um, But the rule of thumbs and fists helps with like, and like you have, you know, a meal and you're like, oh, I'm like, quote unquote, following portions. This doesn't seem like a lot. Well, filling up on more fruits and vegetables or like mm-hmm. getting more of that volume is helpful. And then if you finish that said meal and in 10 minutes you're like, I'm still hungry. Well, then you got to go back and you you need like probably some more protein and fat. Cause typically as women, you know, I'm going to hate on women again. We're like, Oh, I'm like, I'm cutting back. I'm, you know, eating healthy. I'm not going to eat as much protein or fat. And then we're not giving ourselves enough. And that's yeah. why you feel this, like it takes you nine snacks to realize it's dinner time type thing. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not giving yourself enough of that, full rounded picture to, to fully get there. Giving yourself, I must say with macro diets and people that I've seen really take their, um, diet, just learning it. If you want to change it, you know, it's mm-hmm. change takes time and, and you really got to learn it. Yeah. Um, like the most dramatic body transformations and mental transformations yeah. were when they were thinking about just eating macros. They weren't counting it obsessively or anything yeah. like that, but like just thinking about macros. And that is what do you know, as simple as it sounds, a well-balanced diet. diet and it also you know think about it like that's gonna affect your it's gonna affect your gut which is gonna affect your brain and you really like it I think it's because it's easy for people yeah. and they feel great and it's real life yeah it's not yeah. you're not buying any shakes or no, any of this no potions stuff. or powders yeah. it's just it's real food and quite honestly for most females and even males when like we talk about you know the types of foods that they could be eating at every meal every day you're like oh wow that sounds like a lot like what? Like if you were to have, you know, 
yogurt toast and a banana and peanut butter for breakfast and then a snack would be like a hard I would, okay you say that to me and i'm like all i hear in that is sugar and carbohydrates and i like to start and like no way i would never do that yeah you know but yeah. like but that's okay yeah really and oh my god a little hard-boiled egg and some cheese snack and then i mean so back to your question before on like what are things they have around like simple things like eggs um cheese <laughs> i'm just thinking of things i like um, no but no jerky. okay okay so jerky. you are you yeah. are just what are some of the staples in in your diet in my diet um oatmeal oatmeal and i usually make it with egg whites okay a little bit of protein maybe some like peanut butter powder or regular peanut butter i love the rx mm-hmm. peanut butters and Those things like pouches that. and stuff um i always have a lot of frozen fruit because i just always want to make sure I have it there. And, mm-hmm. you know, misconceptions sometimes with frozen fruit is it's not as healthy. Oftentimes it it is healthier or it's more nutritious than some of the things we buy at Kroger just it's, because it's frozen and it's, it's frozen. Ripest it's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, frozen and local are two like big things that I think I try to do a lot of is like frozen and local. You know, what are some um what are where are some places people in Cincinnati can go to in the Tri State mm-hmm. area to get good frozen local thing because be honest I don't trust a lot of this stuff when I go to grocery stores yeah yeah and so I'll buy like the same four things right yeah. and which by the way I did read that some of your favorite things are um sweet potatoes avocados oh, like yeah. peanut butter and oats those are my four favorite are my foods other staples. yeah I can't eat peanut butter I have an issue with it I'll eat the whole thing whatever so I have to I'm working on my relationship with peanut yeah. butter get the pouches that can be a mm, I just do the powder now the pouches okay. actually it's a really great idea and also kind of gives me heartburn but yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Yes. Yeah, oh, sweet. I used to. I mean, have, okay. I'm gonna make make this for you sometime. Sweet potato, kind of like mashed and roasted. Mm-hmm. Put some Siggy's yogurt in there. Good mm. protein, little source, and then drizzle it with peanut butter, and then like some like crunchy almonds on top. Great <gasps> breakfast. That sounds delicious. I can eat a sweet potato at every, every meal. Every meal. I like taking a mashed sweet potato, and I used to put eggs on top of yeah. it, and then like some. You whatever else, yeah, know, some yeah. other like veggies, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. My I have a friend in Chicago. She actually went to St. James Westsider. Hey, Heck yeah. She'll probably listen. Um, <laughs> lately she's just been sending me these like beautiful pictures of like things she has over squash. Like it's sometimes it's spaghetti squash, acorn squash. She's like, look at this sweet potato. Look squash. at this like yes. lotus bud. Like I mean, again, these are not fancy things. She's just like taking random leftovers like yes. in her fridge and thinking like, okay, here's my base throwing some buffalo chicken on here, you know, chopped celery, some maybe some peas and adamame, mm-hmm. and then, like, maybe some fancy herbs just to make it look good. But, yes. like, you know, not revolutionary. So but. if we were going um, shopping here locally in Cincinnati, where are some places uh, we can get some local good food and I've some local been, frozen food? So as far as the frozen, I'm, I don't, I'm trying to think of anywhere that I, like, specific i usually get a lot of the frozen stuff from costco okay um just because it's big it's in bulk um and pretty good price and i i don't know i just like costco i feel like they have like someone maybe educate me on their buying their buying patterns but i feel yeah. like i, 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 I love I like costco them. as I well them. um but over at the market i love etc produce mm-hmm. roth produce and this um, is at finley market at finley market yeah okay. i've been doing a lot of rounds over there recently on Sundays. My friend Lindsay and I will hop on over, you know, we got our bags and we'll just like bop around. And, you know, at the end of the day, it might seem like you're spending more money on food. Yes, maybe. But 
like if you do the math and you're like, okay, well, medical bills in the future or this procedure, mm-hmm. that like your health right now, like it, it doesn't health even compare. The, you know what's crazy is health is the number one most important thing in every single individual's life. Yes. And we prioritize it last. Yeah. And I think that really needs to stop. Yeah. And also like all of these things um, a lot of people's relationships we're talking we're talking about disordered eating you know yeah. I think comes from the way you look and not the way you feel yeah oh, right so like health is the 100%. way you feel and your longevity and why do you think the people who live the longest are the healthiest yeah and if you're you know you're prioritizing prioritizing your health you can keep going and doing all the things you like for so much longer you mm-hmm. know all these vacations and trips and like spending time with your grandkids like again the things that matter again <laughs> investing in it now it's hard to it's it's hard to like get over that hump though of mm-hmm. that. And so again, going back to like one thing at a time. Yes. You know, we've spent 30, 35 years getting here. It's not going to like flip the switch in a day, but like s- another thing I say all the time, I feel like I have these like little phrases, but like simple is sustainable. Back so to like true. it doesn't have to be fancy, it doesn't have to be glamorous. It's like if it's simple, it works for you, you like it, you lean into it, good, great. Like comparison over (laughs) yes and like and what you see and then no one's perfect no I once a friend I was freaking out and a friend said make a list of three things Mm -hmm. to make your morning routine my three things are go to the bathroom (laughs) brush my teeth and then I make my bed and if I do those three things every day then I'm like okay I started the day yeah the first one is literally pee yeah if I pee First thing, I'm like, oh, and Good. then I'm Conquered. like, I'm already in the bathroom. Might as well brush these motherfucking teeth. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get back in bed. I'm just going to make, make my it. bed. Yeah. And now I love making my bed. I was never a bed maker ever my entire really? life okay. until yeah. this. And this was four years ago. There you go. It's never too late. Never to, too late. Oh, okay. I referenced this earlier on Instagram, but train with Joan. If you need some inspiration to like get started to like, invest in yourselves and just like get going she is this older lady on instagram who has just like transformed her world and her health with like she does a lot of strength training just all sorts of movement and she's like guys i was i don't know 65 68 when she got started with things and she's like feeling the best she's ever felt and again it's not like she developed this crazy wild workout routine or started eating all these things we've never heard of yet she went back to the basics you guys started small i know who you're talking about i posted a post of her that i randomly came across recently that's who i maybe i initially found her from you really so i posted her and then i got so many fitness people responding like i love her she's the best her story is freaking fantastic. She was a 70 or 65 year old, 68 year old okay, woman so who looks, she's 72 now, I think, or 73, whatever. And she, um, and she looked like, who just looks, you know, we all think when you get older, you just get thicker and it's not like weight. It's just like your body changes. Not, yeah. it's, that's what, at least how I've always said, yeah. like, that's what it just becomes. Right. Yeah. And now she, no, she's, no, 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 no. <sighs> Completely transformed her life. Yes. But the one, so I like, immediately like I'm like oh wow she looks great but her like she just exudes happiness she does and that is the thing that I think is most attractive about her is her confidence and her happiness you just see it in her smile it's like oh my god yeah she looks great but she's also like and she's and she's getting strong and she's really confident about it and also her posts are like just so you just like cannot you smile when you read love them. them so much like well guys here we are today I'm very excited about this I hope you have a wonderful day today yeah. Yeah. and I am 40 pounds down she's lost like 50 pounds yeah 
with her, you know, she kind of exudes this like again, you're never too you're never too anything. I'm gonna look her up to right get now started. on Instagram. And that's where Hold on, say that again. You're, you're ne- never too anything, you know, to get started to start doing something. And, you know, I would challenge you, you know, Natalie, to like take those three things, those like almost non-negotiable or like minimum daily actions of like brushing your teeth, getting out of bed, like same mm-hmm. things with nutrition, like try to have one vegetable or like maybe it's not even just an action challenge. It's almost more of like a, you know, I want to have positive thoughts towards food today or like, yeah. or just something that's just like, and then, you know, tra- translate those statements to like, I am statements, right? Like I am confident in myself or I am, you know, beautiful. There- so, okay. I want to say this earlier, please. There is a study with, and this is in like the power of like, affirmations and like what what our brain tells our body Mm -hmm. is there was this woman who did this like little experiment where she took an apple and she put one on one side of the room and one on the other side of the room the one apple she like spoke like nice things to and like you know really amped up this apple was like you're beautiful you're strong you're confident the other apple she like smack talk hated it like you know just like whispered all these mean things don't even yeah, guess which apple rotted faster? Wow, the one that she spoke badly yeah. to. Wow. Try it at home. See what happens. No, but it, like the power of like what we tell ourselves yes. is, you know, so, so, so strong. And it's, and again, it's, it's, it's a practice. Like I would say that I am in a practice right now of, you know, molding those same mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings. And same. I would say I am. Um, Daily affirmations are huge for me. And the mm-hmm. one that comes through, the one that I use mo- yeah. um, more than any other one is we got this. Yeah. It's not even I got this. It's, it's yo, girl, we got this. Yeah. Come on now. We got this. <laughs> and somehow just the word we makes me feel you're like not I'm alone. not alone. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I got this. I'm really not. Oh my gosh. Myself. We yeah. got this. We got this. And also I will not, um, I cannot say this enough mm-hmm. if anyone um recovery road the app recovery road is huge and oh, is okay. super 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 helpful and they do recovery for everything yeah. and there's one for quitting smoking there's one for quitting alcohol there's one for quitting some other drug or whatnot yeah it's for everything they have many different versions of them but the recovery road road one is a really good one for okay eating and I think it's really great for people who aren't even in some deep recovery from um an eating disorder but just you track like I hate tracking meals yeah I hate no, it no I freaking <laughs> no I've like never written like you really I, I love when people are like well let's just start off carry a binder around with you all day <laughs> and write down everything that you're eating I'm like number one that's incredibly triggering and yeah. number two who the fuck is going <laughs> to actually do that has time no. or isn't going to lose it or like oh, I can't carry a binder or a little book. Yeah. I'm just like, that is give so, you one more thing to do. That yeah. is not, that's yeah. not actually going to happen. Yeah. This is on your phone. Now, whether you realize it or not, I don't, sometimes I track like the next day or later on in the day or I miss meals and that's totally fine. Yeah. But it takes you through a series of questions that are like, how much did you eat? Are you happy with how you felt? How did you feel before? How full were you before? How full were you afterwards? And then at the end, it gives like a little nice quote and like, nice. are you happy with how it went or what you can do next? And then, um, and then it will also prompt you and you have the option to read or not of um, tips and tricks on, on, on how to help. And like one of them is dig where the ground is soft. And by that it means what part of this journey for you is the easiest. Yeah. Spend more time on that. 
Right. So self-efficacy is the biggest driver of success. Exactly. And they were like, don't try these, these <laughs> hurdles right away. You're don't try the hugest hurdles first, no. whichever one you're better at. Let's, let's flourish that yeah. aspect and really put a lot of tenderness and love into it. Mm-hmm. And also what's great about this app that calories don't exist. Yeah. Weight doesn't exist. Yeah. And it, and it connects you with other people. That's like send Tammy in Iowa who's been on the app for two years and who just logged her last meal today, sent her this panda bear that says sending a virtual hug. And then you get like random memes from other strangers and you're like, ah, see, I'm not alone. And I fucking did it. Oh, Hell I yes. love that. Okay. I don't know how I've never heard of this. It's but really like great. This- I found it when I was um, looking for quitting smoking apps. Okay. Awesome. It's great. I love it. Recovery I think- road. I talk about it all the time. I think too, acknowledging that like you don't have to be in like the deepest, darkest pit of something to like, lean into and acknowledge that this might be beneficial for you to like stay on that right path. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like completely broken to want to, you know, mold and bolster and get it, get it in a better space. Cause mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, it's, Oh, okay. I love that. I know. Oh my gosh. We've gone in a lot of different directions. I know me too. But I think we've covered a lot of, a lot of aspects I think so of too. This. I feel like we started off. This is, I must say, I was <laughs> nervous. You come in here, I'm like, this is going to be, this is going to be spaghetti on the wall. I know it because there's so much we want to talk about. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And just know Kayla Hansman, Cincy Fit Foodie, you can look her up on her blog, yeah. on Instagram, is incredibly knowledgeable, incredibly beautiful. You're incredibly warm. You know so much about all this stuff. And what yeah, I think I is it. so great about you is that. You're just like so real about it and you're not like, I love taking your classes yeah. too because your classes <laughs> are strong and they're also like, you're just so down to earth. I just say whatever's in my head. Yes. Co- I try to make it comedy hour and just like realistic and whatever, but I love that you think and feel all that. Oh dude, for sure. For oh. sure. And you've worked so hard and it's really, really awesome. Oh, I love so. this Natalie. You've built, like I said, this is an amazing just community of untapped people the bubble has been burst and and the energy you're putting inside of yourself is going to exude the outside of yourself you know and just whoever's just like you ain't alone we here yeah there was nothing anyone can say to me that will shock me anymore really (laughs) yeah this is true really true not at all yeah yeah Um, we'll reach out if you guys you know any of this resonated with either one of us mm -hmm. because i think you know the conversation does not obviously stop here and it's not going to be again like a quick little snap of the finger and we all feel better but keep talking about it because um, um, you know, mental health is, is our physical health. It is our wealth and what's going to get us. It know, really is. It is the most important. And, this. um, I must say like I, earlier we were talking, I was saying how I used to be like really mean when I go into workout classes <laughs> just through like starting this process of talking about it. Yeah. I'm not anymore there because my expectations going into classes aren't, I'm going to try my hardest and lose five pounds today that I'm never yeah. going to eat. And now I'm just like, yo, I love moving my body yeah. and it in- releases endorphins and I feel freaking fantastic okay. afterwards. And also I'm not going to, if I can't do it, then I'll just do the do best that I else. can, Yeah, you know, yeah. or like take a break. Yeah. Which is awesome. Kayla, we said that this is our first time here. So great. Thank you very much for coming on your debut. Thank you so much, Natalie. And um, also, we never talked about Alaska and Maggie Rogers. You don't want to hear me sing, but. But we both love Maggie Rogers. Shout out to Maggie Rogers. Hit us up if you're ever in the Queen City. Please, girl. (laughs) We'll take you to Putz's.
And now I know why you um, like made a whole album about Alaska because I went there and it like changed my life forever. So I side note, I told Johnny you were going to Canada. He was like, "How's Natalie going to get into Canada?" I was like, "Oh wait, no, it's Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> She's got connections." But even then, isn't Alaska hard to get into right now? No. Oh. Okay. It, okay hold on. We thought that it was. Okay. So we read up. You had to do all of this stuff to get into. Yeah. When we got there. They didn't give a fuck. And they were like, oh, that's optional. It's fine. You can come in. And I was like, I spent like $300 for paying myself for this. <laughs> and they were like, and like my poor little brother in his first job out of college, just his like graduation present. Yeah. Like he put up that stuff on his new insurance. And, uh, but they were like, oh no, it's fine. And now everyone's vaccinated and they, they don't care at all. Doors open. And honestly, okay. in the Alaskan bush, nobody wore a mask. And if anything, if you were wearing a mask, they were like, like what, what are, are you doing? doing? Nobody wore a mask. And even like a lot of people weren't wearing masks in the airport and nobody cared. <laughs> And I was like, this is life. I don't know. I have no control over yeah, this. Yeah, just living, breathing it. Oh, my God. That's awesome. It was crazy. And uh, Kayla, thank you very much. Once again, Cincy Fit Footy. And how would you like people to contact you primarily? Yeah, just through Instagram is great. And then if, you know, I can, we can always connect up further through there. And you so. also do, you do one-on-ones. You So you're hired out. Give us the rundown of yes. what exactly everything that you do right now and what you yeah, offer. Yeah, yeah. So I am... I do a lot of corporate nutrition. So with companies like wellness programs, things like that, mm -hmm. I run the nutrition programming or help run the nutrition programming programming with system of strength. And that said, we can do like group Excellent. things. I know they had a yes. thing. Yeah. <sighs> Starting right now, we can get you in. No um, way. That's but, right. Well, one yeah. day I will, one day we'll be an instructor. Yes. That's my goal. Yes. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I do one-on-ones and I, you know, don't do like a ton of those. I try to keep my group of people that I'm working with smaller just to make sure that they're getting the right kind of attention because it's not like this like you know beach body thing that like here just do this work you know it's hey what are you coming to me with what are where do we want to go with this um specifically so one-on-ones and then i teach some fitness classes and as well as reformer pilates now i'm mm. like deep 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 in the hole of like well just love how that feels and super gel where are doing. you instructing so i'm at purpose pilates right now Where's up that? in madeira okay and then i also do a little bit with robin cohen over at form and function just above um, yeah. eric's movement lab so a little bit there a little bit there um bopping around okay that. so I mean, she is just the freaking best, right? You can find out more about Kayla on Instagram. Her handle is at CincyFitFoodie. Her website is CincyFitFoodie.com. Also, if you guys are living with a mental illness or you find yourself needing some help, you can go to NAMI.org. That stands for National Alliance of Mental Illness. And then also, if you are living with an eating disorder or know somebody who is, you can go to NationalEatingDisorders.org. Y'all, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. I love you all so much. Like and subscribe if you want to. I am Natalie. You can find me at Instagram at, at NatJones with three O's, N-A-T-J-O-O-O-N-E-S. And that's what all my handles are. And uh, until next time, whatever it is you do today, make yourselves freaking proud.